everyone, and welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Paul Edgison, and I am here with you on Monday, December 16th. Can you believe that Christmas is next week? I know, it just crept up on us. We didn't even see it coming. I hope you're wrapping up all your shopping and just getting ready to hopefully spend some time with your family. You know, realize you know what matters most, and just enjoy the Christmas season. I just love this time of year, and you know, though it's getting very cold in Chicago, it is a fun time of year. And it, most of us in the dental office, we're excited to be busy. You know, we're looking forward to this busy month of January. is usually a pretty good month for us. So, uh, looking forward to setting some goals and going into the next year. So today, I, what I want to talk about is. I talk to a lot of people and they say, you know what, this is the year I, I just really got to focus on my patient experience. You know, I'm really going to improve my patient experience. You know, everything's going pretty good at my office. I just know we could improve on our patient experience. So what does that even mean? You know, because I hear that a lot. Like you want to improve on the patient experience, but that's a pretty broad and, and general statement. You know, I, I think patient experience is very important. You know, Fred Joyle, Everything is Marketing, great book if you haven't read it. But you know, the sum of that is that everything matters. Every little thing you do at the office matters. And I read another book called Branded Customer Service, and I can't remember who wrote that, but it's a great book. I I posted a picture of it on my Instagram maybe a month or two ago. And in that book, you know, they kind of talk about touch points. And what's a touch point? A touch point is any time that we interact with a brand, you know, and, and this is something, you know, the consumers are interacting with a brand, that's that's a touch point. It could be positive, it could be negative. Uh, you know, you've heard me talk about these before, but this is what the patient experience stuff is and why it's so hard in our industry, in dentistry, in any other service industries, it's so hard to have that consistent patient experience or, or customer experience is because we have people. Because we have people that screw up all these touch points. So let's think about our patient experience. I want you to think about it this way. And this is how I would think about it. If you're just thinking about what are we going to do to improve our patient experience? First of all, look at the things that you can set and forget that don't have to deal with humans. Those are the easy ones. Those are the ones where you can plan it. You can implement it. You can roll something out. You can, you can touch something up. You can all these things. You don't have to worry about a human that's going to deliver this. So, so what kind of things are those? That's like your website. What does your website look like? Because that's part of the patient experience. How do your reviews look? You know, do you have a lot of good reviews? That's part of the patient experience. That's a touch point. They're going to seek you out. They're going to say, how does this place look? Do they have good reviews? Are people saying good things? On your website, do you have a video that you can get really polished? You can make yourself look really good. Highlight the office. Highlight who you are as a brand. Do you have that? What about your print materials? Do you have a pamphlet for like perio patients? Do you have a, a pamphlet that says something else? Do you have like a welcome to our practice pamphlet? All these things, what's your letterhead look like? What is what is like your envelopes look like? These are the easy things to make look really professional and look nice. And they give a nice patient experience. Now, what about visual aids that you use to present treatment? Yes, yes. Okay, all these things. All right. Now, what else can we do that's like really easy to control that doesn't involve a human? Okay, I like to do this thing with my team probably do it like once a year where we do musical chairs and we sit down and we go and we you have a piece of paper everybody goes and sits a different place in the office sit there for like three minutes take everything in look at the ceilings look at the, the floorboards you know how does the chair you're sitting in feel it, it, do the walls have marks on them is there anything what you know look around and make notes of every little thing that you see okay and but also don't don't be afraid to close your eyes and listen what do you hear you know, what do you feel? How does the chair feel? You know, what do you smell? Those sort of things, okay? Everything is marketing. Everything matters. So after three minutes, you know, blow whistles to say everybody shift. Everybody moves around. You come together and everybody talks about each room. And guess what? 
Now you've got an action plan for all these little things you can fix. And a lot of them is going to be like, dude, you've had this fly up in your light for probably like two years. It's time to get the fly out of the light. You know, but things like that, all these things matter. Now, like I said, these are the things that we can control, we can do very good on. Now, what if you said, oh, you know what? I just think the floors look old. I think the paint needs to be redone. I think we need an update. Maybe you need that, but that's part of your patient experience. Now, how about the other part? Now, this is the hard part. This is the part that's dependent on people. This could be training people on your phone skills, but a lot of it's like, hey, what are the words that we say when we talk about things? What words don't we say? You know, we definitely don't say needles. We don't definitely don't say cut teeth. You know, things like that. Now, it, it, so, oh, well, I, my, my, my staff knows that. I mean, they know not to say those things. Well, do they? I mean, have you ever, like, have, do you have a document that says, like, what you say and what you don't say? Maybe you should. All right, a lot of people, when they think about patient experience, they say, well, we have a coffee machine and we get free water and, and we do warm towels. Yes, that's part of it, too. But how, what, well, how do we present those amenities? How do we talk about the coffee machine? How do we talk about the, the warm towel when we hand it to the patient? These are the things that you need to discuss as a team and decide how you want to do it. How do you greet people? You know, how do you, how do you, how do you meet people? Um, and you feel like I'm rhyming. Like, how do we, um, how do we seat people? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, that counts too, you know? Like, greet, meet, and seat. How do we do this? Do we go out into the weight room? Do we, do we call their name? Do we meet them halfway? Do we walk right up to them? You know, do we, we open the door and they go first? Or do we open the door and they, they follow behind us? Like, what are we doing and what is the best way to do it? And you're saying, no, Dr. Etch, I don't know what the best way is. We'll start role-playing. These are things that we've all done at my office, and it makes a difference. You might think this is fluffy and silly. I don't know. It's not. I promise you it's not. Um, where are the chairs set up in the room when the, when the patient comes in? What do we do? When, do we take their coat? You know, uh, do, we, do we invite them to sit down? What do we do when they sit down? What are some things that we're going to tell them? I'll tell you one thing in my patient experience for the new patient is they're going to tell them three things about the office. They're going to tell them like how old, how how long we've been open, um, how many doctors we have, that we try to perform all procedures in house. Talk about our technology. I don't care what they are, but they have to pick three things. And if you ask each of my hygienists, they probably all say somewhat of a similar, like maybe two things. But each of them has their own thing that they like to tell people about the office, and this is important. Okay, this this makes a difference. You know, what do we do when we check out patients? How do we answer the phone? What kind of information are we asking on the phone? And are we talking up the office? These are all these patient experience things. And that's why it's hard to say, you know, I really want to improve on my patient experience because there's so many little elements that go into this. So just remember, consistency is what the consumer craves. So, I mean, the experience that they got last time, they're going to get it again next time. And if they tell their family and friends about it, you're going to provide that to them and they can trust you that it will happen. But you cannot create a consistent experience without first creating a clear and consistent expectation from your team. All right, I'm going to say that again. You cannot create a consistent experience until you create a clear and consistent expectation from your team. So that's what this is about. That's what I'm talking about, okay? You need to go through these exercises. You need to put in the work. You need to put in the thought work and to write things down and create some sort of document Create a have a meeting agenda where you're going to talk about these things. Create some kind of role playing, but you you just assume we all assume that our team knows these things. They don't. They want to do what's right, and we all want to do what's best. But I think it's important that we sit down as a team, we do these exercises, and we decide what is best for our office. And then when we start performing, we start doing this performance with our patients every day. Let's revisit it and say, 
you know what? What, what what's better? You know, can we be better? I'll, I'll give you a quick example before we go. One of my hygienists, she, we have these like Zeiss wipes that we use on our loops, and she just offers it to every single person that has glasses. Great, right? Yeah, because we splatter all over their glasses. No, 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 no. She gives it to every single person that comes in with glasses. Oh, and here's a little wipe for your glasses. You know? It's just nice. It's a nice thing to do. You open it, they take off their glasses, they wipe it off, and they're like, oh, yeah, I actually really needed that. Like, I mean, if you wear glasses, you probably don't clean them as often as you probably should. And it's nice to have that little wipe. So we just decided that anyone comes in with glasses, they're going to get that. You know, you can add to it. But what's important is that you sit down and decide what you want to do it. So the musical chairs thing, looking around, doing that thing. And then also going through every single touch point in your office. And just, you know, don't be afraid to say this. Someone says, this doesn't matter if we do this or this. You know what? Maybe it doesn't. But if you do all these little things, I, I, I assure you it adds up to a big difference. All right, guys. So next week, uh, we're not going to do an interview next week. I'm going to be playing a replay of when I was on the Fee for Service podcast. It was a really great podcast. And I'm just going to play that next week. And it's because everyone's busy Christmas time. But hey, if you want to tune in next week, it was a really good podcast. And I had a lot of fun with Drew Burns there. He's a cool guy. And um, you know what? Everybody have a fantastic Christmas and a holiday season. Be safe. And we will talk to you in the new year.